My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. All right, my friends, you have made the best decision of your day, bar none, by tuning into this program. It is a pleasure to be here. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. You want to be a part of the program, you can also do that by texting or calling the Huff Hotline, 317-210-2830, So let us begin here today. First of all, I want to say... The left, <laughs> the left is completely admitting now, completely aware and admitting. Now, I want to be—I don't want to be misunderstood here. I don't want people to think that this is a foregone conclusion that we don't have to vote. But the left has, in a sense, they're moving on to discussions that are still designed to prevent Republicans from winning. So that's that needs to be understood. But they're also beginning the process of starting the narrative of what they will want to talk about, assuming Republicans do actually complete the mission at hand here and win this midterm election. And so you'll find across... News outlets across interviews. I got a soundbite here. I want to play. Eric Holder was with. Who was he with here? Uh, Christian Amanpour, I think is who he was with. Yeah, Christian Amanpour of CNN, and they were talking. Well, first of all, there's this notion <clears throat> that Republicans are trying to effectively become the party of majority rule through having minority support. This is a common theme. So in other words, this goes hand in hand with the argument, with the faulty position that Republicans are in favor of overthrowing our democracy, just kicking it to the curb, to heck with what people think, to heck with their opinions. This is what the left tells us. Republicans are hell-bent on overthrowing our democracy, our way of life, these tried-and-true 
systems and so forth in this country, when in reality, my friends, the left has been on a march to undermine and destroy the institutions of this country, up to and including the very constitution of this United States of America, for decades. They hate this place. I, folks, they hate this place. They hate it. They hate the constitution upon which it, I'm talking about the left. I'm not talking about every Democrat. This is why I hold out hope for this country because I believe that the majority of the rank-and-file Democrats in this country do not feel the same way as the left. I went through this the other day. They are, they are hoodwinked into voting for the radical left. They are, well, their votes are, I would say, taken advantage of. And in some ways, I, I, I think some of these voters are manipulated. And some of these voters are hoodwinked and, and tricked into voting Democrat because they're single-issue voters. That they, They're conservative or at least much more moderate than the radical left is today on a plethora of issues. But there's one particular issue, be it abortion, be it, take your, your pick, trans rights, that's less likely, gay marriage maybe, different things like that, maybe guns for some people. Again, not not common. It's usually something like abortion or maybe someone's a union Democrat, something something along those lines. They're conservative or moderate, more closely aligned with Republican principles, values, the Constitution, but they are so focused on, hyper-focused on one issue, the a single issue, whatever it might be, and they are driven to vote for these lunatics these lunatics in today's Democrat Party, which are leftists. So the majority of people are not on the left. It's not even close. It's not even close. But what happens, what happens is the Democrats that are nominated or that win, you know, go through the primary process or what have you, these folks are often leftists. Sometimes they're closet leftists. They don't want you to know. Sometimes they, sometimes they are, um, well, in addition, to, they're deceitful about it. That's, I guess, a form of being a closet leftist. Um, and sometimes they run in districts that candidly want to support leftists. So, and then sometimes it's kind of a hybrid where they'll pretend to be maybe moderate in the primary to get votes. And then, you know, if need be, once they get elected, they'll shift to the left. In fact, a lot of times we have people that are moderate in the, that appear to be moderate in the general election because that's what we're told. That's what we're told wins elections. The Republicans do this as, as well. They want to secure the base during the primary season, act like conservative, and then they become more, more moderate. This again, this mold is being broken by, well, certain politicians like Trump or DeSantis or I would Carrie Lake. I don't know if you watch Carrie Lake, but I got to tell you, she she sticks it to these jokers in the media. I stinking love her responses. She is articulate. She is strong. She is unafraid. So there's another person that is out there 
who is standing firm for traditional conservative constitutional principles and values and who's taken, dare I say, a very uh, strong defense or strong stance regarding election integrity, which every person, every person should should take. But of course, it's it's just not, it's too hard to do that for many people. Anyway, but the real problem here is not that Republicans are trying to undermine our democracy. And I don't, I'm not here to defend Republicans. You've heard me on this program. I've got some, I've got some bad things to say or some, some very strong opinions against Republicans in my state, some of them, not all of them, certainly some, some I do like. Um, but I, I do think, I do think that the problem is that the Republicans, the problem is not that Republicans are the threat to our democracy as they want you to believe. Instead, the threat to our democracy has been this incessant anti-American march that is rooted in hatred for this country that's led by the left. Folks, they, th- these are the people who... Again, at every turn, whether it's education, whether it's uh, entertainment, sports, which I guess is a part of entertainment today, the Colin Kaepernick's of the world, they are aggressively and in your face, oftentimes anti-American. I mean, Colin Kaepernick was was wearing Shea t-shirts. No one has any problem with that. Shea was a terrible person. But it doesn't, again, I don't, people don't know. People think the t-shirt looks cool. I don't know. A variety of things. But the left is the ones. You talk about undermining our country. You talk about undermining what this nation was built upon. You talk about watering down the type of government that we have. We don't have a democracy. We certainly have a, a type of government that has democratic aspects, as well we should. But it is not a democracy. It is not majority rule. It's, it is a republic, a republic that's designed to protect the rights of the minority, the rights, dare I say, of the individual, which is the ultimate minority, the rights of the individual to live his or her life as he or she, she chooses, so long as it is not infringed directly upon the life, liberty, property of someone else. These are, these are simple concepts to understand, But the more someone believes in strong, big, top-down government that can trample upon someone's choices, the harder it is for them to maintain the belief in that core principle that liberty, the preservation of liberty, is the goal of a republic. You cannot have a majority of people vote and say that you don't have a particular God-given right. That's why these things, well, it's the rationale or the reasoning the founders had for, in, for enshrining some of these things, some, not all, some of these freedoms in the Constitution. This is the Bill of Rights in particular. This is why they did this. The, the threat, my friends, to our democracy, if you will, our republic more accurately, comes from these radical leftists. It comes from the Eric Holders, who I'm going to play a soundbite from. It comes from the Joe Bidens. It comes from the Kamala Harris's. It comes from the Nancy Pelosi's. It comes from these Democrats running in these elections across the nation coming up here in less than less than four weeks now. It comes from Democrats who are in the bureaucratic state, dare I say the deep state, the swamp, what have you. It comes from people that love power, who hate liberty, who love high taxes, 
who love taking away your freedom to choose, who love undermining the bedrock principles, the worldview, dare I say, of this country. They hate, they hate the principles upon which this nation was built. They hate Judean Christian principles. You don't have to be Christian. You don't have to believe in God. But there are certainly, there are certainly good things objectively in the Judean Christian worldview. Take away just look the 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 foundations of of justice and truth in that in that worldview those are those are good things those things dare i say have actually allowed people it, it's created people like me and many of you who actually would defend i would defend i am a as i've said on here before and i'm not trying to i'm just sharing for the sake of making the point i would defend with everything I had, someone's right to to be an atheist, to say that my beliefs are wrong, that does not threaten me. That's not a direct, it doesn't cause direct harm to me as an individual, life, liberty, property, none of that. It makes me actually understand it better. It makes me be able to explain why I think the things that I do, why I believe the things that I do. It encourages public discourse, even robust public discourse, even maybe sometimes animated and even emotional public discourse. Good, fine, wonderful. But this leftist movement that we have today, which is in government, which is in entertainment, which is in education, which is in the government itself, it's in lots of places. It's been a slow, gradual march. And just because... Just because Donald Donald Trump was president from 2016, or I guess technically 2017 to the beginning of 2021, just because he was president those four years, that is not the problem. The problem is that we've had this slow erosion and movement towards wokeism and movement away from the Constitution, movement away from liberty, movement towards tyranny, movement towards higher taxes, which means less freedom for you, which means you get to keep less of what you earned. The government somehow thinks that it's entitled to more. It takes preposterous amounts of money from people that produce and make this country great, but yet they think they deserve more. They think they owe you zero explanation for that. You just need to shut up, get in line, and by the way, vote Democrat along the way. The folks who are undermining this nation, the folks who are threatening our system of government are people who have ideas rooted in the radical leftist ideology. That's who it is. And they they have taken over today's Democrat Party. That is a dangerous, they, they have dangerous ideas. And they're not ideas, they're emotions is what they are. They're emotions. They are not rooted in sound logic or judgment. These are actually, in many cases... Tricks that empower one group of people over another. This the, the path that we're on, the path that the left is on, and the direction that they are moving and taking us, ironically, as they tell us it is one that's trying to prevent fascism, it's actually creating a government. Creating a government with more and more power. See, my friends, you can't have, you cannot have fascism or any other type of heavy-handed, totalitarian, out-of-control government 
until we cede power and authority to it, whatever form it takes, be it communism, fascism, whatever else, whatever form that government takes, it, again, whatever specific ideology it, it actually moves forward with, it cannot do that until the people have given that government too much power and have yielded too much of their liberty. And the left is the ones, the left is the group that is moving us towards and into, into a modern type of society, a modern type of government that believes it has the right to take away freedoms of people because it, it wants to, because it can, no questions asked. It's the same government that, I mean, cheers. During COVID, it was cheering. You think about this. Mocking and cheering people who were dying of COVID who didn't get vaccinated. Just as an example, it wasn't all of them, but it certainly was some. Certainly was some of these elitist, arrogant jerks that were doing this. Some of them had positions in government. Some of them were endorsing people, and excuse me, endorsing the idea that people treat the unvaccinated as a second class of people. And now, again, the more we learn about this stuff, the more we realize that we were sold a bill of goods by the left, by you know the, the folks that were pushing this stuff without any... We're finding out that it's not what we were told. And of course, many of us knew this early on, but it's becoming more and more indefensible to believe anything but that. I mean, the, the information comes out by the day, but see, it's we're past the crisis and people are focused on the next thing whatever that is, I don't know. And so there, there's never any accountability for this sort of thing. We have to hold them accountable. We have to see them for the threat that they are. Today's big, the biggest threat to this country domestically, they want you to believe it's, it's a group of people who are trying to, um, who are Republicans that are trying to keep people from voting, which is not true. The biggest threat are people who are trying on the left to grow this government, to shrink your liberty, to increase budgets, and to candidly bankrupt. Bankrupt the system, bankrupt our type of government so that they can come in and, of course, promise something better, which guarantee it. Take it to the bank. The next solution will be a government that is, of course, socialistic, which, of course, they'll tell us is fairer. And ironically, if you look at cultures that have moved towards situations where governments became out of control and abusive and truly authoritarian, it was people who followed this path. People who followed the path towards the insane promises. People who followed the path towards broken ideology. Government can save us. Socialism can save us. That is the direction these leftists are taking us. That is... Of course, the great threat, the great domestic threat in this country today. It's not who Eric Holder would have you believe. It's not who Joe Biden would have you believe. It is the radical left, and they are running today's Democrat Party. They must be held accountable on Election Day, remove these clowns from office, replace them with the better alternative. And folks, even when we get the better alternative, we've got to find better alternatives than many of these folks that are currently the best alternative that we can get in office. This battle will not end. 
Buckle up. It is not going anywhere, but it is headed, thankfully, right now in the right direction. So timeout's in order. When we get back, I want to play a little bit of the soundbite with Eric Holder. Quick timeout, though, is necessary, my friends. Sit tight. Listen to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in mere moments. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at MyPillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. Welcome back, my friends. Let's listen here to this soundbite. Eric Holder was on, whatever her shit. She on CNN now. Christian Amanpour, CNN, talking here about, talking here about, well, what I would consider fake news, a fake narrative that basically says Republicans, well, our democracy is on the verge of falling, says Eric Holder. If and we could lose it, hanging by a thread, we could lose it if illiberal forces, so meaning uh, folks, uh, folks that are not, you know, liberals, folks who are not in the minds of these of these leftists like Eric Holder. And I don't even want to say the minds in his in his strategy, people who are not in favor of. Um, some of this leftist nonsense. He says our democ we could lose it. Hanging by a thread, we can lose it. So, first thing to note is that by th- they're they're in utter panic mode, right? This from a political perspective, when you're out there saying if Republicans could win, we could lose our democracy. Just just basic logic tells us that this is a a major. <laughs> A major uh, fear-mongering technique. Now, I've said, I just said last segment, that the real threat to our, our say, system of government, I don't want to say our democracy, but say democracy or our republic, are the, is the radical left. But I can articulate why. What is What here is the threat from the Republican Party? Now, if you listen to Eric Holder, it's basically that they want to draw maps... Draw maps that are gerrymandered where they know they don't have the majority of voters, but they still want to win the majority. And that is their plan to overthrow democracy, which I thought the plan to overthrow democracy was to storm the Capitol building on January 6th, according to the left. See, folks, the more... Again, I just compare this to, say, the tw- the the... Republicans who had concerns or 
who shared allegations of, of voter fraud or what have you in 2020 compared to how they explained voter fraud, alleged voter fraud in 2016 with Hillary. Again, the explanation that they give for 2016 makes no sense. Trump, again, went to Putin and had his team of Facebook advertisers, their specialists, create ads that tricked Hillary voters into voting for Trump. That's it. That's truly it. That is the argument. Versus the concerns of 2020, which is that votes were counted twice. See, the, the, the explanation that... that it just it just makes more sense. It's it's much easier. It's much easier to comprehend the idea that someone who's trying to get an election to go in their favor would try to do a number of things like get people to vote who, you know, shouldn't be voting but they'll vote for your your candidate to count people's votes the people that voted for their candidate more frequently to somehow mess with the counts after the fact, right, to, to, to send out too many ballots so people could vote a multiple, multiple ways. Look at the, the 2,000 Mules documentary. All those things. That is how, whether they did or not, that's another discussion. But that is the blueprint on how that would be done. It's not an ad campaign conducted by Russian marketers. How stupid is this? It, it never made sense. I've said that a thousand times. But likewise, Eric Holder's de- definition here of how Republicans are going to overthrow our democracy involves again. Now, I'm not saying I'm not saying that politicians can't, you know, use their power to do things like gerrymandering that that should statistically help them. I'm not denying that. But when it comes to gerrymandering, and I'm going to have to play the soundbite next next segment now. I I was too long last segment, so bear with me. I promise I'll put, I'll play it. But gerrymandering, what, <laughs> folks, what is the right shape? I, I ask this in all, all sincerity. Gerrymandering basically means that a district is drawn with a very peculiar shape so as to in, you know, basically break up Democrat pockets of voters and try to get as, as many Republican voters in a district as necessary to win that seat or to make it competitive, which, again... I understand you look at some of these and it's they're crazy shapes, but the question is, what is the fair shape? What is the fair shape? Are they squares? Are they circles? Are they rectangles? You know, each one, each shape, each district has to have the same number of people. People aren't equally spread around the country, so they're going to have to be different sizes. And what if two communities are connected by a corridor like an interstate and they have a lot of a lot in common. Is it right for them to be in the same district or should it be split? How do we determine these things? Should there should they not have a voice for some you know, a, a representative who can represent two communities that maybe are further apart geographically than someone else because of I mean, th- there's a thousand questions about these things. There's not there's not a right and wrong. There's not a blueprint that comes down from God in heaven that says this is the right shape. Now, I understand that these can be manipulated, and that is true. But, my friends, that stuff, that stuff needs to be determined at the polls. If the Democrats can convince voters that Republicans are just manipulating this left and right, then there should be a political consequence. It's a political decision. 
But but Holder's out here basically saying it's part of a plan for Republicans to undermine democracy. I'm not saying that people who draw maps are not trying to, to use strategy. I'm not denying that because they do. But again, the real what is the right right way? Wouldn't the Democrats only choose something that helps them? Who's the independent party here? Who's the person who's altruistic and who has no horse in the race, so to speak? How do we determine these things? What's the formula? There's no impartial judge out there. These questions are not as cut and dry as we think. Again, I'm not defending every shape that's ever been drawn of a district. That's not the point. But the point is, what is the alternative? How does it get done? And I'll tell you what the left would like. They'd like to have a bunch of government officials who proclaim to be unbiased, who would actually do the same thing every other bureaucratic power-hungry individual does, which is pretend to be doing something in an unbiased way, but actually be doing something that furthers the leftist agenda. Again, I'll say it again. The biggest threat to this country, this culture, this society, our system of government, our republic, is radical leftist ideology. It is a cancer from within, not defending every district that's been gerrymandered or what have you, but it's also not a cut and dry. It is a political problem. It is very subjective. This ideology of liberalism that is a cancer from within is objectively bad. It is objectively dangerous, and that's why we talk about it on this program so much. So, timeouts in order. Come back. I will play Eric Holder next segment, I promise. Back here in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our My Pillow towels and our really soft, comfortable my pillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their My Pillow dog bed too. Visit mypillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's mypillow.com promo code TOD. <laughs> Welcome back, my friends. By the way, I think I'll I think it's safe to say this by now. Pausing here, dramatic pause. It's actually not dramatic pause. I'm just wanna get this sound bite queued up too. But I the plan here, we are uh, as you know, we've been working over the past several months, um, several years, candidly, and by the grace of grace of God, um, and some help of some good people in a variety of ways. We're looking to launch in Dallas, Denver, Salt Lake City next Saturday, the 22nd of October. So I'm excited about that. And there's a lot lot more plans. So folks, there's a lot going on behind the scenes here. So I know I missed the day. It, it's because of that. I mean, some combination of all, all of that stuff. So thank you for your patience. Thank you for working through some of our 
our growing pains. Well, we got so many exciting things coming up that I just want to tell you, but that's all I can tell you now. So I know some of you uh, write and encourage us. I thank you for that, and I thank you for uh, some of you pray. I thank you for that as well. And um, here we go. We're on the journey, and it's, I mean, you guys are a part of this, you know, and, and I, it's awesome, and I appreciate your support and for helping us get to this point. So let's get to this soundbite here. This is Eric Holder. Eric Holder, again, as I've talked about in this program, is blaming the wrong people here for being a threat to democracy, which, of course, is nothing nothing new. But here he is talking with Christian Amanpour. I want you to listen to this exchange and how he says, basically, they're trying to, they're trying to make people afraid if Republicans win the election, the midterm elections here in well, a little under four weeks. And it's also a last-ditch effort to put fear in the hearts of people. But it's also, on top of that, it is if they lose, they can begin the next narrative, which is we gotta, we got to stay on top of these guys because they are going to overthrow the government. This is dangerous times, my friends, and they're going to be in panic mode, and they think it's going to help them in 2024, but they're going to need a lot more than that if Biden's at the helm. But anyhow... Here we go. Here is this exchange. I want you to listen to this. If this court case does win from North Carolina, the Republicans will be able to maintain power regardless of the popular vote. I mean, anybody maintaining power regardless of the popular vote should be of concern, I guess. And I'm wondering whether she this guesses. puts America into the fast lane towards illiberal democracy. We're seeing the same kinds of things in places like Hungary and to extent uh, in Poland and elsewhere. So Holcomb's going to respond, or excuse me, Holcomb. Sorry, I knew I was going to do that. It's not Holcomb. not a fan of Holcomb, but Holcomb is nowhere near Eric Holder when it comes to ideology. She said, just to be clear, she says America, if they elect Republicans, basically are moving towards an illiberal government or an ill, basically a type of government that's not in favor of freedom and liberty. Liberal in the sense of, well, believing in or or spreading, endorsing, recognizing the liberty of individuals. It's hard to understand with, uh, she didn't say a liberal, she said ill-liberal. So basically, that's the idea. It's dangerous, what are we going to do about this? Uh, former Attorney General Eric Holder. How do we stop this? And here is his response. So the danger really is that parts of the Republican Party have become comfortable with the notion that in terms of popular support, Mm -hmm. they will be a minority party that has majority power. And we need to learn Mm -hmm. um, that from from history, not only American history, history. but from European history as well, some of our closest allies. Um, you know, fascism rose in fascism. the 20th century in a lot of those countries, in countries in Europe, not because fascism was strong, but because the defense of democracy was weak. And unless we in America defend our democracy uh, and push back against yeah. those illiberal forces, 
uh, we could be in a place where we could lose our democracy. It doesn't mean we'll have a dictator, but we could have elections every two, four, and six years, which is how they're held in the United States, that are, are essentially made meaningless. Uh, and, and we elections. could have minority rule in, in the United States. This could be a fundamentally different country um, if, for instance, this independent state legislature um, doctrine is adopted by the, um, by the Supreme Court. Okay, so there you have it. Oh, where I mean, police- that, is, that is the... That is the the argument, the position. Um, Again, what was it that made people move towards fascism in Europe or to communism? Friends, it it is – there's several factors, of course, that you you, you trace, especially with with Germany. I don't want to get into history here, but there's a lot of factors in post-World War I Europe and how – Things were handled in the wake of post-war Europe and so forth, and who was blamed and the burdens. I'm not. I'm just saying that this. There were many factors. There's then the nationalistic tendencies arose, which is not not the what fascism requires a government that does not respect the the liberties of people. That's ultimately the case. It doesn't. It's not just people that love their country. It's people, which is what they want you to believe, which is why they want you to believe Trump is a a, a fascist. But the truth is, the truth is that we have, forgive me, there was, uh, my, my dog just, I heard her bark pretty loudly. I don't know if you picked that up, so forgive me for that. <laughs> but threw me off track here. The point is, the point is the 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 trek towards a dangerous ideology, the trek towards that that America and other countries have made towards the ideas of that that are dangerous that are truly threatening to a country and a civilization or our democracy as Eric Holder would say. Those ideas are usually embracing Utopian promises, right? What, what do countries what do countries do that seek to acquire more power? They they lull the people to sleep. They get people to believe having fewer, uh, having the gover- government deliver more things. They have they 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 do things like universal health care, right? Government will take care of that. Government will you know give them your guns that you don't need guns. These are these are things that happen. People put more and more trust in the government. I'm not saying that there's not any other factor here that plays into that, but it starts by looking to the government as the savior, as something that it's not supposed to be. And as a result, people are willing to give up liberty because they're willing to trade liberty for safety or something else, security, some sort of a misguided concept of prosperity, Whatever. This is how they get there, and they and they lull them to sleep. And then, of course, there's other factors and emotions and so forth. And by the time people wake up, they realize they've ceded too much authority to uh, too much power to that government, and it's too powerful to stop. And things get ugly, and things get nasty. And I've got to take a break. Sit tight, my friends. Back in just a minute. 
My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. Welcome back, my friends. So let us shift gears a tiny bit here. Let's just look at a couple of other things that are going on. One of those things, of course, is inflation. Now, wholesale inflation, wholesale prices rose 0.4% in September. That was more than the experts. Again, I look... Experts, if you want to know the most common headline in in media today, it's experts are wrong. Just it it is a common refrain. Experts are wrong about everything. But not only are they wrong, friends, they were they were twice as wrong as they thought they would well. They missed this um well they, they were they were doubly wrong. How about that? They expected, I think they expected 0.2%, I think is what I saw. 0.2% inflation, wholesale inflation. Um, and it was 0.4, I think is what it was. Now I'm looking here. But they were they were off more than expected. Experts are wrong. This is looking at a CNBC article. Biden told us he had this problem fixed. Biden's still out there blaming Trump. Biden's still out there pounding his chest because he signed the Inflation Reduction Act, which, as we told you, was not going to lower inflation. I don't know when it's going to start kicking in. I remember when Obama was president, his economy, what he had promised the American people. Remember GDP? They started telling us a new normal was going to be 2% or some such thing. By uh, Obama... His economy didn't kick in until Trump came in. See, he he wanted credit for Trump's economy. After Trump came in and after Trump changed everything virtually Obama was doing, then the economy started unleashing its power and growing. Then we were told that was Obama's economy. I'm sure we'll be told the same thing about inflation as well. The Inflation Reduction Act is probably going to have to wait to kick in after the next Republican hopefully, as elected president here in a couple of years. So timeouts in order, my friends. Sit tight. Back here in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. 
Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. All right, my friends, here we are, last segment of the program. I just want to say again, thank you for for listening to this program um, as we move close to syndicating again Dallas, Denver, Salt Lake City. And then there's plenty of others we're looking at as well. So I appreciate you listening to this program. I appreciate um, the the prayers and support and the, the messages I get. Um, it's We love what we do, and we have a lot more. God willing, um, in store and in, in the plans. So it has been a heck of a ride to this point, and I am just grateful for you and, and the role that you've played in this. So thank you so much. Going to kick that off next week in these new markets, but I've got to wrap up for the day, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. SDG, see you tomorrow. Take care. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD.